0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport, powered by fans. It's again, oh! What a goal! It's absolutely world class from Marcus Twiggy.
1: Johnson puts it in the air. Aiden works the hell! It's the goal! Oh! It's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw him. Is it going to be there? Yeah! Yes! Oh, my God!
0: Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. Sheffield Wednesday have secured their fourth win in five. I think that's true. I did mean to try and check it before we started. <laughs> with Massaba and Kadamati bagging for the Owls, it looks like a great future forward going forward for the two shining lights in what's been a difficult season so far. Sheffield Wednesday now are only six points from safety with plenty of football to be played. Can we pull off the great escape? Joining me tonight is the biggest hat in town with Charlie, the disco dancing maestro himself in Ash, and former child, now current pundit, Blair Hardman.
2: <laughs> Blair it,
0: Hardman. Thank you. On? I think we're in Ash. You all right? Now, I'm very happy with all the festivities here, folks. We, uh, you know, it was a last minute, um, a last minute demand from the boss in charge was Ash for us to all get quite festively, uh, festively garbed. Uh, Ash didn't bother, uh, but, you know, kudos <laughs> to you two guys. Um, Ash, how do you wash that beard? Is is it now electric? Carefully, mate. Carefully. <laughs> but
1: you know, I thought I thought I'd add a bit of because uh, I've I've been uh, I've been accused of being a bit of a grinch by certain people of the podcast. Uh, yeah. So I thought, obviously, Christmas coming round, and yeah, just I just chuck on a couple of things. You know, I've even got yeah. Daniel. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, watch me tie. Look at this. Oh. Look at that.
0: The, uh, okay, just for the audio listeners, uh, Ash's tie is crazy like a fool. So, uh, so that's nice, isn't it? So, listen, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, well, we've got a big win to talk about. We've also got a big loss to talk about in the midweek. Ash, uh, Norwich. Uh, I must admit, I, I was feeling a little bit, oh, relatively optimistic, given the um, you know, given the form we were in. I thought we'd at least turn up, but uh, it 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 weren't great, were it? No,
1: look, we, we had Norwich and then we had, uh, obviously, QPR coming up. And I, I think I said, like, anything from Norwich would have bonus. I mean, a point would have been great and everything, but it was obviously QPR we were targeting. Um, so I was a bit, obviously, a little bit buoyant by the results we had put per- previously. But it's still hard mm. going to Norwich and it's a right old journey, in it? Yeah, but, it's crap. Poor Simon made that old chestnut, didn't it, for us. Um, <laughs> so it was always going to be... Um, and really, we'll talk about. it, But there were only one positive from it, weren't there? I think and that was uh, young Bailey getting another goal.
0: Now, Charlie, you know you're probably going to see Bailey Kadimatu in a uh, in a different light to what uh, Blair Blair Iron Ash do. Um, I mean he's uh, he's the big sexy top shagger of the town right now, isn't he? I mean, <laughs> if, if you wanted to, if you wanted to be a man in and around Sheffield, it would be Bailey Kadimatu, right?
2: Daniel is eighteen years old. <laughs> I'm like nearly thirty. <laughs> well, what
0: what, but, what are you all weird about it? Sure,
2: though? why not? <laughs> no, he's fantastic, anyway. He? and I think like it's it, it, it's so rare to see like uh, you have to get these talented youngsters who come out and yeah, and you yeah, they're fantastic, but you know that they, they've got a lot to learn and you know they, they've mm-hmm. got a lot of maturity, a lot you know, um, and they need to go away. They need to work on stuff. He's got quite a staggering amount of talent and like game management for someone of his age as well and like the fact that he is only 18 he, he can literally only you know only improve from that and I, I just think he's, he's fantastic there's a lot to be said for his goals but actually like even outside of that like he, you know he he runs his legs off like he, he's always there he's so concentrated on the ball and I just think yeah he's a huge asset massive asset and we've finally done a nice bit of business uh, pinning him down so
0: yeah it's a uh, it's it's actually refreshing isn't it charlie to to see that we've brought somebody through now that it doesn't happen a lot and we've all, we've always looked at our neighbours with with eyes of envy looking across there and the players that they have produced. But this is the first time that we're genuinely excited about a player. I mean, I'm trying to think of the players that have come through over over recent years and you had Wildsmith and Dawson, uh, Palmer, but even that was, what, 14 years ago or whatever. So, you know what I mean? Exactly. And and,
2: and I think think a lot of the time, like, you can see the logic sometimes and like you I, I think the thing with like your academy products is the one of two things they're either assets for your team or they're financial assets and we've managed mm-hmm. to spectacularly do neither for about a decade mm-hmm. like we either sell them for peanuts or we don't play them or you know or, they, or they're not good enough they don't sort of stick around and so like you know it's just it's nice for us to to, to have kind of done the business to have you know because if we if we had have sold him on I think it'd have been a huge loss to us but at least if we'd have sold him on you'd have hoped it would be for like a stonking great you know amount but actually he's still young and inexperienced in many ways we actually wouldn't have got a lot for him necessarily and all of his experience coming through our academy and like all the time he spent like working under the senior players it makes total sense to grow him in the first team now like he's playing fantastic football and and, and he's playing fantastic football for us <laughs> he's not going up <laughs> coming back in 5 years to score against us and uh, and uh, a little tear down his face as he uh, as he blasts one in on the cop and turns away and like yeah that.
0: Yeah, that never happens. Um, uh, well, well uh, just just uh, just while I've got everybody, ladies and gents, we are live on Facebook and on Twitch. Uh, Holly's been involved, and she's just, you know she said hello, but with uh, but with uh, heart eyes emojis. I. Um, I feel that that's more to do with Bailey Carter Marty than than us three. To be fair, of, course, uh, of course. Right, uh, Blair, welcome back. Blair's back, fresh from a one-game suspension for pulling out of a podcast twenty minutes prior for some babysitting duties he didn't know about, like he forgot he had a kid or some shit. So, uh, Blair, <laughs> what what you been up to? Where have you been? Uh, how did you find Norwich? And uh, we'll we'll get the QPR later on. Uh, by the way, if you do have any comments on Twitch and or Facebook, get involved. And uh, Ash is going to man the interwebs.
3: Um, I'll tell you what I've been. I've been man um, handling December with two children under five, working mm-hmm. nights. And it's just been horrendous. Mm-hmm. My house is a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess anyway. It's a losing battle, as you know. If you have children, Ash, Ash, Ash will know what it's like. to have I young think children. there's only one person on here with that
1: <laughs> problem, uh, Blair.
3: And then you are throwing December with all the presents. I'm going off topic. I mean, what am I? A woman.
2: Um. Whoa! Two think... women on one podcast. Unlikely. <laughs> yeah. Unlikely. Who do that.
3: Oh, Hi, Joey Bart. What the hell? Anyway, um, and <laughs> a guy from Thailand. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so um, my last podcast appearance was um before Millwall, and b- I think it might be after the Rodham game. So it's been a long time since I've been on to talk about our style of play and that and the, the, the most Im- impressive thing like Danny Roll is how he's got this team like, off its backside and not actually got some belief into it because we were dead and buried after that Millwall game we honestly were because like we shipped four against Millwall and what there's like three places above us so this shows how bad mm-hmm. that were and it's the thing what Millwall game and we all said it, it weren't a 4-0 game but as soon as we conceded we, we was in that our players were that morale was that dead. But as soon as they conceded, they had no belief that they'd get him back into the game or they'd they'd go on and win the game. they had no belief they were going to go on and win the game, they just thought that was it. If they if we went behind, that was it we lost. That was just how it was. That was how this season was going. So for them to go against Leicester, he changed it up then he he thought, right, I can't attack anymore, I've got to be more resilient. No game in the past pacif- fight in this in this good in this good run we've had has been pretty been very it's been very hard to watch really um and he's gone very i'd, I'd just say he's just gone he's put a, bit, a tenacity into their play um people say goals change games but i think goals change the season and that goal against leicester really has we must have put a lot of belief into that into that team because ever since that goal against Leicester, they've been a different animal mm-hmm. i believe
2: mm-hmm. and then
3: the, you know and blackburn are flying Blackburn was seventh we played Blackburn.
0: Why the fuck have we... So, we've done a Blackburn yeah. episode. No, right? I'm, I'm just, yeah, mate.
3: I'm, I'm just... I ain't, I ain't got to speak about it. And you
0: then, can't speak. Go on, mate. Go on. I can't speak. We'll, um, we'll have and, a minute. We'll have a minute. Yeah,
3: we'll, have a, we'll have a minute. And then Bailey... Bailey gets... Like Bailey gets and starts getting the team. Scores against Blackburn. We then go... Blackburn then pegas back. Blackburn are on a current four-game um, away win on the spin. So they're, they're flying. They're good travellers at this point in time. And we then go on to win the game after being pegged back. So we're going to claw his way back in front and we win it. We then go away to Stoke. We've not won away all season. Again, it weren't pretty at all. Um, you can think back to Bristol City. We thought we, sh- we should have got some out of the Bristol City game. We came away with nothing. We shouldn't have got, got anything away from Stoke, really. We were crap, weren't we? And we won. First, way, first away win. Another tick in the box. And then I mean Norwich. It's a horrible journey midweek. Um, I've got a friend who's a Hull City season ticket supporter, Hull City Hull City fan season ticket holder, and the, the general consensus between everyone he spoke to about Norwich is, but they they play crap but win. I mean, if you look at their team, they've got a lot of experience in their team, so I think that, I think and Wednesday played really well. We had twenty-one shots that game, four on target weren't great, but we we were. On we were on top of Norwich for large parts away from home, and I can't remember can anyone remember the last time we won away to Norwich because I can't at all.
0: It seems away. to be one of them teams we either tonk or they tonk us. It's yeah, it's an yeah. absolute nightmare in Norwich. But I, I thought it was a bit abject. Like it, you know that you're right. You're right about the Millwall game, and and there were there were elements of the Millwall game creeping into that Norwich game. Uh, where you go, oh, Ed's gone, we've conceded a, a shitty goal and all the rest of it. But to have something like Kanemarsha kind of up front, who's literally bleeding for the club, I, I feel like it's given us something. It's kind of it's given us another injection a little bit, don't you think?
3: Oh, 100%. And the, the way he took his goal against QPR... For, 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 is, is, Not is, yet, is, we're on Norwich. Oh, right, on Norwich. All right, his goal against Norwich, the instinctive finishes, um, he's got a lot to learn, but he reminds me of... It reminds me of—he's a, a proper poacher. Like, I don't think he offers much other than just running around and chasing things down. I think he's got a lot to learn in terms of um, just all-round play. But in terms of, he's, he's, but isn't he's, he's,
0: there an oh, element of that, right? And I'm and yeah, I'm gonna a, lot say, strike, a lot
3: of strikers suffer from this.
0: Yeah, they get it trained out of them. Like, for example, I thought elite Wayne Rooney was when he first burst on the scene when he was like 16, 17, up until being about 21. That, you know, that early doors Wayne Rooney where he played like he was playing like a kid on the park, right? And he didn't care about who was up against, who was happening. He was just a big old, well, he was a dickhead. And I absolutely loved it. And I feel that when he went to he Man twat, he U... He just twatted
3: it as well, didn't he? Every yeah, time he, he just
0: smashed the, and he smashed the ball and he smashed people. And then yeah. I feel like when he went to Man U and he became a bit more disciplined, albeit I think it was like 2009 where he had one of the best yeah. seasons anybody's ever had. But I feel like he lost a little bit of rawness. And, and for, for Manchester United, when he was playing for them, that was great. But... We're not Manchester United, so I kind of yeah. like it that he's raw and he just runs around like a psychopath. And we've got that pressing from the front again, which we which we haven't had for a while.
3: And he's just not scared to hit it, is he? Nah. And that, and, that, and that's what's exciting. Um, even, even if his contract is, we talk about the chairman need to change and stuff and do things differently. He's in a four and a half year deal. We might, the, the, it might be, like unwritten, but like if you bag... I don't know, 40 goals in the next couple of seasons and the Premier League team comes in for you for this price, you can go. So you're helping the club out by signing this contract. You know, not saying you're tied to this club forever. But you are helping. If, what, what, if we get some decent money from him, he's also helping us out that way as well. So.
0: Well, do you know what? That's interesting, because we'll get to that in a bit, that that could be yet another good decision made in the last three or four weeks from the chairman. But I tell you what, Ash, let's get into it. That was five minutes from Blair, everybody. Uh, Blair's not been on for about six or seven weeks. So, uh, also, there Paul Robinson
3: is, is a, he's a risky connoisseur, because he knew this was Canadian club from, from it being <laughs> over there. Fair play to you, pal.
0: Uh yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh Paul Robbins has noticed what whiskey you're drinking. And you can tell because that was 5 minutes of absolute nonsense from Blair. Ash, nah, let's no. talk.
3: Top 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 top.
0: You're on mute, Ash. Let's talk about uh let's talk about QPR, shall we smash? Yeah, if you want to mate. Yeah.
3: So
1: let's well, get into we'll it Yep. Yeah, let's so like in. like I said earlier, um it was one we looked at um as a as a winnable game and what not a must win game but it was one that we we really looked towards getting three points to help us safety um it was good it was i, I was really positive positive. Even like I said we lost against norwich anything out like of that was a bonus it was saturday morning it was you get up don't you and it's like you got the tingles match day and uh you're feeling positive and and everything it's it's like everything's going right for you saturday morning and you're thinking just get to two o'clock. Let's have a look at the team. Um, obviously, a couple of changes. Um, and it's great to see Kademati start again. And obviously, he is. We've just gone on about him. He has done something to make Danny Rule think about his, his starting position, mm. where before he might have thought, chucked him in and thought, we'll give him a chance, a youngster, something to prove. And he's proving it. Um, <laughs> nothing wrong with that uh, at all. I think um, Deshaun Bernard coming back in as well, I've... Yeah. I've I mean he's another guy that Stevie rates as well and I do. I think he's a cracking signing. Um and and unfortunately it sounds like he's only on a contract till summer so hopefully we can tie him down because he will definitely move on to bigger and better things uh, if he don't stay with us. Um and yeah it was it wasn't a great start though was it to the game. It wasn't a yeah. uh, I think we played well first 15 20 minutes but without anything.
0: Uh, I felt you- I felt we had all of the ball the first half an hour, and then, but we didn't, we didn't look like scoring at all though. No, no, I didn't.
1: It was, um, it was more possession based stuff, but it was good to see because obviously in days gone by we've we've gone 25 percent possession for the ninety, and to, to get hold of the ball, um, it was good, um, and obviously it was a bit of a, a, bit of a sucker punch really to for their goal.
0: Yeah, I feel like it took the wind out of our sails, especially with it being an OG as well, Charlie. Like, uh, you know, DRB is starting to, Mambo is starting to uh, split opinion across the uh, across the Twitterverse and the Twitterati and whatever trendy name you want to come up with. I just realised that in by saying those two things, I've just made myself sound like a man in his mid forties trying to be cool, haven't I? Um, on X. Uh, Everybody slagging him off. I mean, is, is it you know? Sometimes he's good. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. I mean, what 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 do you think, Charlie? I mean, where, where do you sit on the Mambo Number Five camp?
2: I mean, I think right up until that point, I think people were starting to notice all the stuff he does well, and then he gets an own goal, yep. there and everyone goes, "He's shit at football." And you go, "It's weird, though, <laughs> isn't it?" Because I don't, re- I don't, I don't disagree that an own goal is not ideal, but I don't remember him smashing an own goal in every other game. So I think yep. if it becomes a habit. Obviously, we might need to have a conversation about that if he's uh, forgetting which goal he's meant to be heading it into. But I think think he's good at what he does, other than, uh, you know, being in the. He's a funny one, though, because I have watched that own goal back a little bit. And, you know, like sometimes it's so unfair because you're all in the box and, like, it's shared and it goes off the wrong way. He, He does sort of shamu leap into it and it does sort of it's quite a good header if he'd have been yeah, playing yeah. for qpr yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a like,
0: tiny little finish isn't it?
2: <laughs> it was like not really sure entirely i guess perhaps he was trying to dive slightly yeah. past it to like knock it yeah. back out but only it's a
1: dangerous editor make fly. that one i
2: don't know it, just, it was, it, it was another one it is it one of
1: those sorry is it one of those you think that uh, if he doesn't throw his body at it, because oh, he won't put his body on the line, or yeah, do you know, Or if he does, and he obviously he did, and he nicked it past Dawson, which I gotta say it looked like from the camera angles, Dawson had it covered, you know. Possibly, mm-hmm. possibly. If he, possibly. If he, if he doesn't is it, throw his it? body at it's people go, oh, he don't put his body on the line, so he's had a go, exactly. and it's not worked. So if
2: he'd have stood there, if he'd have oh, stood yeah. there looking like, you know. Like a mannequin, and Dawson had it, like fumbled it or whatever. Then it exactly, and I think right. he's just unlucky. It was a, it was a bit of a mad mad scramble, and he was he was careening towards the wrong place at the wrong time for some reason. um But I don't know. There was there was something about that. Like I think it was like Blair was sort of saying like it, it, that it, that's still been a bit of a jinx for us. Like going, you know. Going down, we've only managed to scrape a well, scrape a drawback, but like, you know, we played really well against us, but we've only really managed to kind of get one back on that. So it was a bit like, Oh, you know, how's this going to play out? But I think the first half had been very kind of, nobody was playing good football. Like it was, it was, it looked like two fairly crap sides kind of being fairly crap at each other. But I think there was something motivating about that goal going in that you could see right from the second half that it just totally changed the pace of things. And I think that's weirdly a good sign. I'm not saying that's what, Bambo did like it wasn't like a sort of a I know what I'll do I will motivate the players by scoring against them and then they will come out and they will score more goals <laughs> but you know it did have that effect like proper galaxy brain thinking um, but yeah I, I think it, it it weirdly worked in our favour because we absolutely came out kicking in the second half and uh, and I think we got the re- the result we deserved after that.
0: Yeah, now Blair, I'm going to let you talk about us pushing forward because you know the second half came. I, I, Danny, I don't think he's the type to dish out the hairdryer treatment, is he? But he definitely uh, made some changes, moved some things around as time went on. I feel like he went, he went about five up front by the end of that game, didn't he?
3: Yeah, it was. Um, it was just, I think, I think like I say earlier, like I think all five games, maybe the Leicester game, the best performance for me personally. I think. I don't think we've not been pretty at all because everyone talks about this going to play a certain way of football and you know, it's ever since Guardiola revolutionised football at Barcelona and then, brought it, and then brought it into English football. But what we've, how we've, how we've set up now it is literally just, I think it just work your socks off and just try and get anything basically. You just throw, it, yeah. and just throw, and it was like, it was, it was quite, it was quite British of it, wasn't it? Just throw everyone in the box and just lump it in. <laughs> At times, and it, and, it was like
0: it was like when you were losing on Champ Manager '97, '98, yeah, yeah. and that, you just smash everybody up front, like.
3: And as soon as um, I mean, Kadomatsu, his goal, it it was it. I like how he's been using Gasama and Misaba because he's bought he started like bringing them on some the more mm-hmm. impact subs. I know Misaba mm-hmm. put, started today, but I don't think he would have started if Windass was fixed. He's been bringing them both on, hasn't he? To, when he wants to change yeah. it up or, he just wants to like run at tired legs with two really pacey lads, and um, I think Gasama, he he turns himself. He's because he's that young and raw we were talking about earlier. I think sometimes he he turns himself into danger. Cause he just he's just so skillful. The boy just keeps like he doesn't meant to give it up. He doesn't know to went to, to release it early, and his ball into Kadarmashi. It wasn't it wasn't a great ball. No one went. Oh, what a ball! They were just it was just a ball towards some Wednesday players. But the way. He, Cadam actually just smacks it first time. It's I haven't seen that for a long time, probably since Gary Hooper really um, for a player. <laughs> but I mean, I just want to talk about him. <laughs> but and I've watched that goal so many times. So I, I just thought, how has he got it in the bottom? The, I mean, the, the far post or having a near post, and he probably didn't even mean it to go to go in that corner. because he's just that confident, he just wants to score goals. He just twatted it and it just went in. and yeah. love
0: it. And, and that's what I like to see. Strikers full of confidence. Now, Ash, yeah. I'm going to let you talk about the winner, but I want you to talk about the dancing as well. Get it all in. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I just want to, I'm going to go back a bit, but I think he made a good couple of subs at half-time. kasama came on for Derby, uh, and that just changed it. He looked at it and thought, we'll change it up a little bit. Um, kasama come on um, and it was, it was a different second half, I've got to say, yeah. And agree with with Blair like obviously Kadamateri not even in the right place at the right time the ball come into him instinctively just lashed his laces at it and it come off to like I don't want to give him disservice by like shin not it, but do you know what I mean it went totally the opposite direction mm-hmm. of a thing because that's it's in isn't it it's uh, and that's what that's his rich vein form that's what he's at and he's got the confidence and um for for what he for what he offers with all the chasing down and, and all that, he's, he is proper loving the way that Danny Rule's playing. And if one yeah. person's who's, who's getting it a lot of advantage from Danny Rule way he plays, is Cadamartre kind of by minutes and the way that they're setting up. So and that's that's great, it's gotta be great. Like Charlie said earlier, for the for the continued success and, and forward thinking of of
0: playing a youngster so it's great um i i love i love the idea of rule coming into the team like taking a look at the uh take a look at like the the reserve team are going what is this guy sat here why is nobody playing him into football why 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 is he sat on the fucking bench like you know what i mean like why is, <laughs> uh, i'll do the accent yeah
3: it's quite funny to mention that Dan, yes. like, um sorry i'll um when um when he first took over uh, I think Joe Cran asked him the question about like at Leipzig, did you did you bring through a lot of youth players? And he basically, and because he's he's so blunt, and this is what I love about him, you know, he's the first manager to hook banning off, and he got him, and he's got him off corners. So he's just like he, he does not give a crap. Like he, he um he said the he said to the to, to the reporter, but no, I just signed the best players. I just play the best players. I don't care <laughs> if it's youth or not. And so it, it, to enhance on how good kind of match he must be is it he's finishing he's not going to play him if he just because he's a youth player he's literally playing him because is good enough and proving it
0: I, I I tell you what I was going to go with it though that you know the 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 longest serving member of the backroom team is Neil Thompson and is it him somewhat holding some of these players back by going oh he's not ready he's not ready but you're not allowed to slag off Neil Thompson are you sorry Ash get on to it let's get on to this winner no
1: well we uh we had a fair few corners. I think we had eight, so we, we, we were yeah. peppering, yeah, peppering the corner flag, weren't we? And like, uh, it, was,
0: it was on my build a bit.
1: It was on mine as well. The first one, of the season that won, um, yeah. And it was uh, it was a Bannon corner. I know Blair said he was he's off the corner, but it was him, and it came back out to him, and a bit of composure from composure from Bannon. Uh, just to, I think it was the, that Ilias Cherry who was, came out to 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 try and close him down, and he just dropped the shoulder, went and left put it the back post and I tell you what, a header by Fletcher. Yep. Uh, it hit the post. I mean, the, the, um, <laughs> <Begovic> <laughs> was flapping a little bit, weren't it? But I yep. mean, it came off. How he's line. made the
0: team of the week, by the way, Ash has absolutely sent me for a bag now, of tea. It,
1: it, well, the one on Twitter that someone posted, it was last well,
3: week. Well, they, they played Hull
0: midweek oh,
3: and um, Hull battered him, um cause, and um, he's made a lot of saves at Hull, so he's probably got him because of that, but,
0: Right, okay. Now the the irony, Ash though, that Ashley Fletcher was the guy, right? And yeah. this is this is absolutely dripping in irony for me. So Ashley Fletcher's come under a lot of fire from our fans, and he's the one who essentially has got the assist, but yeah, done got it the by by missing the target. shooting and missing the target? <laughs> like you can't you can't write it, the poor lad. When he came on, I was I, I sat I was like Kevin the teenager from the Harry Enfield going, oh God. Oh, it's all gone to shit. Like, what's he brought him on for? And then uh, he, he indirectly um, scored the goal, which took us to a win. And then, uh, and then you know, we won. Danny Rule's celebrating with the crowd. And then, uh, you know, the the stadium uh, DJ started playing Daddy Cool, as per well, usual. And was, uh, what did you do, Ash?
1: You're a bit missing a bit, aren't you? We've, you can't just gloss over that. We've got a it's great. Great result. Great finish. Obviously, in the right place at the right time um i think the, the second half performance uh, and i think a lot of people online single bannon out for that um mm-hmm. saying that he was he was all over the place and he was looking back to his best um i think i think the the mentality of it to come back at eighty six and then ninety plus three i think it was masabas um was fantastic' mm-hmm. really good yeah I mean, you, you, you can't fault him can't fault it at no. all uh, and for for what how well we played in the second, I do think that QPR just just shit it because they, Lin- <laughs> they brought they brought they Dyke, brought Dykes on at half time and then went one up top, and then that was it. and they tried tried to defend a one 0 lead and just absolutely in, in, invited us on. I think yeah, they had it, one sh- I think they had one shot in the second half.
0: It's kind of their own fault, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Sorry, I was absolutely just pressing buttons there. My my apologies. So have we had any uh, have we had any comments from the interwebs ash? No. Is that a lie? There you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah, this, was? this is the most important one. This is the most important one from Steve. Well said, Ash. Don't let fudge gloss over the performance. Yeah, see? That's what people come for—the tactical analysis on this podcast, Daniel.
0: There was a tactical analysis. Sorry, I was pressing buttons there, and and yes, it was uh, it was an absolutely great comeback. And I think that rule, what he did was put his uh, put his meat on the fire uh, to coin another Sheffield Wednesday manager. And uh, and what happened was, I, I feel like we we kind of earned that win, given how we played that last twenty minutes. We were absolutely getting at him, and one player I can't move on without talking about, Charlie, is Barry Bannon. I felt like. This was one of his best performances all season. That's the barrier that we know. That's the barrier that we understand can do that. I mean, it was nice to see him back, right?
2: absolutely like I've said it before like he's he's one of those players that it it, it, he's very fashionable to sort of slag him and and and, you know and I think because people hold him in such high esteem like across the board like if he ever does have a a ropey game or he makes a mistake everyone's like oh it's proof it's proof it's this but it's like when when he's when he's bad he's average but when he's good he's fantastic and it was just that was just proof of it like his it's that determination as well that like you know that that constant, you know, he, he never looks half arse, like he never looks like he just doesn't know what to do with himself. Like he you know, he makes a shoddy pass, but then he's straight back in there. And I just think mm-hmm. especially that final bit towards the end, I mean, he is he is so good with with those with those crosses in, like, I mean, it is absolutely magical, that ball in, like, it really is and from where he was as well from it like, yeah. he's he's tossing and turning he's tossing and turning, he's got the guy in front of him he's and then pelts it and it's like absolutely pinpoint accurate as well, I mean, that is that's sensational, like to be able to do that, to get to get that level of quality cross in um, from what he'd done. And, and yeah, and I just think he's so much more than what he does on the pitch as well, which I know is so like, you know, oh, whatever, like nostalgic about it. But like a, a club is made of players like that. Like a club is made of players that, that care not just about their own career and not just about results, but they care about the whole club and the success of the club. Like I've seen that he's come out and said afterwards like about... it's always you know it's like it's always I'm sort of paraphrasing it but like it's always it's always good to get those three points and like but when when you really want something and you know how important they are to then get that result is like you know, it, it, this isn't always just about the points, it's about where we're getting those points. And if you know it's a must win game, if you know it's a you know, a three mm-hmm. points you should get to then hit that target is fantastic. And you can see the mentality like you can see that on the pitch. And and people like Bannon, like, there's a they absolutely yeah, positive
0: saying it in it. Sorry, your, your audio cut out there. I thought you stopped talking. That's I've right. just realized that people listening now will think I'm talking over you. My apologies, it's, it's probably me needing to charge my earphones. So, um, you you spoke about points earlier on, Charlie. Blair, have a look at this. Now, interestingly enough, uh, there's the league table right there. Interestingly enough, QPR were in actually a rich vein of form before yeah, yeah. Uh, before that game hit. Well. But...
3: Oh, sorry. Go on. Well, I say it was going to say, what we did on Saturday was quite impressive. You know what I mean, not, not just because they were one point above us, we went behind, but how have they, they've just beat three teams in a row and like I said, at midweek, they beat Hull, and Hull are flying at the moment, so it was really, it was a really good result, it was a really, really good result. Um, you look at, yeah. you, you look up at Millwall, and you know, I, I, I mean, he said, yeah, you know, they spanked us 4-0, you know, five mm-hmm. games ago,
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, and you can't believe they've not won a game since. <laughs> so, so, that, just, again, just shows what Danny Roll has done behind the scenes, but he's really has, he has really got them, got them off the arse, like, yeah, uh, it's, it's, that, that it's impressive. Really, yeah, he, he, I think he's uh, yeah, he's a dog's bollocks, isn't he? That's
0: so as it stands right now, we're only six points off the team place twenty first, which is uh, Darren Moore's Huddersfield Town. Then we've got Millwall, who spanked us, and Stoke, who are in also some god awful dross of form there. And uh, w- w- I think I think somebody put the graphic up on uh, on X the other day. the The form table was something like tenth, is that right, based on goal difference? Ash?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah we're uh, we're tenth, which is which is great. I think we're uh, obviously got uh, as it now three six nine, ten points out of the last five games. Um, and it's just it's just other teams as well. I know you're not supposed to look at other teams and what they do, but at the minute we we do have to sort ourselves out. We do have to get the three points, but we're also looking at other teams as well. Just because it gives you a little bit more as a fan, not the club, yeah. the fan. It gives you that little bit of a oof, on it? And anyone who says yeah. um,
3: we're, we're putting pressure on the other teams now, Ash, as well. Like they're looking mm-hmm. over their shoulder now. There's uh, uh, about five games ago, they're thinking they're gone. They're to to yeah.
2: yeah, we were the guarantee. Like.
0: We all know away days are min, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com.
2: See you later it was like, well, it, well, they're going down, so who are the other two, kind of thing, like, yeah. who else is in the problem, who else has got the issues, and actually now, it's like, you know, we, we do look a real threat, and I think, I wonder at what point it will change how teams feel about playing us as well, because again, like, obviously, there's been a few under role where, like, people have obviously underestimated us, and then haha, we've got, you know, bottom of the league, but like, it, certainly earlier on, like, it, it was the, the team you love to play, because you just knew you could play garbage and still beat it, so I wonder how, say again?
3: So that even Birmingham
2: beat us. Everyone, anyone, we'll shit, we'll shit <laughs> like, anybody.
0: We'll we we'll take them on. A,
2: you you gotta you know it it could work both ways for us. But like teams actually starting to see us as as something of a threat and and, and that it's you know you're not you're not playing a normal twenty third place team kind of thing. And I think that I mean Leicester got a got a, a good faceful of that, really, didn't they? I mean, it, how often would you be top of the league playing bottom of the league? And it and it go like that, like like it can't. They can't be very often, in fact, that that result happened. So I do wonder how that's gonna start playing off on like other teams' psyches a little bit, which is nice.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's exciting. Now I tell you what, Ash, if you want to put that uh, that comment up, that big one from Steve there. Um while we're talking about based on what Charlie was saying about Barry Bannon digging deep here, uh, Beastie's been on this uh, perfect summary of what Bannon brings to the club. Perfect. Well said Charlie is more than his performance likes a summedio like Bullen like Louvens. There are always certain players that you need like that, and I and I think you're dead right. I think this type he's, I think on Saturday specifically, he was the type of player that grabbed it by the short and curlies and pulled it upwards. Now, I was talking to a, a football coach in the uh, in the summer, and he was talking, and you mentioned about the position he was in when he put that cross in. Now, you'll notice that Newcastle are really good at this because they've got someone like Kieran Trippier who can whip whip a ball in. And other Premier League teams do this. What they tend to do is what they call play for set pieces. Me, I'd call it diving. And they play for set pieces because in terms of, uh, you know, when you get these strikers and they're running down the wings and they cross it in in and and trying to get them the end of it, in terms of percentage uh, of that being... A success. It's very low. It's like one percent something. But when it's uh, scored from a free kick or a dead ball situation, uh, the percentage goes up into the thirties uh, and forties. So um, for Bannon to do that, and uh, cross it in from open play, is actually a one percent chance. It's actually more impressive when you look at the stats than when you uh, than what you think. Go on,
1: Ash. But I would have, I would rate him better at that than he is his, his corners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I've, I mean, I think it is well documented. A lot of a lot of people have, have, so have commented on, on his corners being not the best. But not just him, obviously he's been took off and Volks nearly scored from one, Ninty actually, as well. Mm-hmm. So um it, it's just the whole the whole setup of corners for Sheffield Wednesday is that our attacking threat at them has not been the best in the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Um we had big Aidan Flint Dan, calm down. Um, he, I'm he was sorry I think you scor- missed out
0: his middle name there Ash you missed out his middle name big sexy <laughs> Aidan Flint
1: <laughs> he was renowned for getting goals at corners and, and things like that for his previous clubs and I think he scored one for us didn't he
0: I think hey, let,
1: in, in, let's, in let's be time. honest
0: he nodded it down for but, Liam Palmer he's a Wednesday legend mate he's, but, but <laughs> there is that
1: yeah so I think I think I, I would always back Bannon on his, on, on, only on his left foot though only on his left foot to whip it in because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we know his right foot's not the best. But I mean, it?
0: he still sent chair for a hot dog, and then he came back the other way and put it on the back beans oh, yeah. on toast. I mean, that's impressive, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, of course. But um, it's it's what we what we need and what we wanted, and and that's and that was his calmness and to whip it in. So
0: yeah. Absolutely right. So listen, it, it'd be wrong of us not to uh, not to talk about it. Now, yesterday on the uh, on the telebox, it, it was uh, it was my views on the uh, on the march and the uh, and the protest that took place and things like that. And I wanted to see where you sat and what you thought about it. Now, last night on uh, on Talk TV with Mark Saggers, I brought up that I thought I thought the uh, I thought the timing was a little bit off because when 1867 group started, Charlie. Um, we were bottom of the league. We'd made a load of terrible decisions. We were getting rinsed in terms of prices and stuff like that. Since then, since then, uh, since we've got rid of Moonoth, every, every decision Chan series made or the club has made has been an absolute banger. So, I mean, do we just leave it be? Do we press the pause button on it? Or do you feel like you can understand why people are still pushing forward?
2: It's very hard, isn't it? Because you you run the risk of being hypocritical if you if you were angry at him in September for the things he's done for you know for for however many years, then you you're still angry in December. But I, I I must admit, there's there's a big part of me that's like I worry about how childish Chancer is. It's not I don't worry about it affecting the players. I mean I I can't imagine many. Do you know what I mean? I don't. It's not necessarily going to affect their mentality or anything like that but you worry he's very unpredictable he's very childish he's very um what's the word spiteful he's, a, he's quite a spiteful person <laughs> and I think that he he can really take he, he, the, you know he giveth and he taketh away and there's something about that where I'm like he has made the right decisions while we don't need to polish his nuts about it maybe we should just I don't know there's just a part of me that really wants to hold off on it because if anything had ever was ever going to work it would have worked before it would have worked you know when, when people have raised these concerns before I can't see how you know the, the, the protest I don't see how it's going to necessarily change his mind about what he already thinks and he's well documented thinking but what it might do is push him into going oh the you know the they're at it again well you're like Danny Roll, Well, I've i've sent him to the moon and then it's just like i don't know there's just something about it that just stresses me out and having said that though like i i i respect the dedication to it like if it's something that you believe in you can't just be like oh i've gone off it now because like you know they've been you know i know you mean if your boyfriend's a dick you can't just like you know, if you want to break up with him, you can't just not break up with him because it's Christmas and you're, you're going to get a nice present. Like, if you don't love him anymore, end the relationship. So it's like, to a certain extent, we're saying That'll we're be not happy with yeah. But it's like, you know, if, if if we're not happy with Chancery, we're not happy with him any day of the year. And so, yeah, if you if you really do believe in that and that, and this is the best way that you think to get him out, then, yeah, you've got to stand by it. I just I just hope that we don't get, a, a you know, a, a festive, you know, gift wrapped statement on uh, on Christmas Day, you know, saying I've uh, I've took all the players out back and shot him. I
0: don't know. I I I love the idea of uh, of it being titled with you know boy done good and something to do with Pandora or something like that. And that really made me laugh. Now, uh, you know the the match, Blair. I mean, uh, do you know what? Do you know what, Charlie? That's a really good point. They've kind of you know they've nailed their bollocks to the mast and they've kind of gone. This is this is where we stand. And and we'd all look quite foolish if we said that that's what we want. And then and then rescinded it. And bear in mind as well. And and this is this this is where I don't really have. A mega issue with them. There has been eight years of absolute turmoil and bullshit and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, you kind of look at it and you're like, yeah, but we're doing all right. Can we? Can we just wait a bit? Can we? Can we see how January goes and how the season tickets are? I mean, where do you sit with it, Blair?
3: Uh, football ownership's just mental as as a as a whole thing, anyway. Like, why would anyone want to do it anyway? So you have got to be a bit insane to just basically lose basically guarantee. I'm going to lose millions of pounds. Like you've got to be mental on you. To like, to like, do he I, is? He um, is. I, I think I, we've already I'm,
0: established that for a number of yeah, months now. Yeah,
3: yeah. We know. We know. We, we know he's insane. But I'd love to like. I'd love to know what every other club of a, of a similar size to us I feel about their own chairmen, especially ones outside the outside the Premier League. Because, like, what do you want? I mean, you you just want basically. We're fickle. Football fans are the ficklest fans of any sport. I think of, I'm, of any. I'm
1: sure. Of any, I'm sure. I'm sure. Any of the fans of the top eight, I love their chairman at the minute. So I think that's a bit.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> so
1: it's a bit. Of course, they're going to love them but, where the position they're in. Exactly I'm sure. Exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure. If we were top of the league, there would still be the hardcore that would be saying, uh, "Get out and stuff." But there I would there certainly... there were no chance here,
3: yeah. out. Was there? there were no chance out last. Last. It was the same bloke doing the same shit last season i'm sure there's still a
1: hardcore amount of people yeah there
3: will be Uh, people say like what the what the protesters achieve a protest don't really do nothing i mean the the thing what 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 does achieve something is not renewing your season ticket not, not paying your money into the club but what a protest does do is spread awareness and gets people talking about it and that's exactly what that process has done it might have only been a few hundred people but we're talking about it now so there you go job done in 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 one respect um I want one of two things. We've all said it. I, I, I do think the best thing would be for him to go, but I'm not ready to march through the streets to do it. Because I I'll don't tell you what,
0: control. let me let let me proffer you another one. Because I've always said that um, I don't want Chansiri to go per se. I don't like I what he does, and I don't. Want I want change. What? I want him to learn, and that that's what I want. And there's a reason for that. Because when you look at you know, do you remember when Sheffield United, I think, got or Portsmouth got the only skin shake in the world and they went to absolute piss and shit. And then uh, Nottingham Forest got themselves a a dodgy chairman because he said he had a load of money. Turned out he didn't. We had our fingers burned with the Azerbaijani guy that turned out to have have no money. Now, we know Chancery's got a few quid. And the issue that we've got is that because of the archaic FFP and all the rest of it, we can't spend it. That's the issue that we've got. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people online going, oh, Chan-seer is skin, he's skin. He ain't skin. He he is Nepad Desconte. He's yeah. all right, he is like, you know what I mean? And I just want him to learn. And there's just been a few breadcrumbs over the last few decisions he's made. Because bear in mind we all know Chancery wants to have the last word on everything. There's just been a few things where we've gone, hang on, that's a that's a really sensible decision, DC. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um you know what I mean? I mean, what what, what 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 do you think?
3: The problem, the problem we have got is that we don't know. Apart from the parachute payment clubs, we don't know the state of everyone else's finances. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I Because mean? a lot of clubs could be on the on the on the brink going of going. You know what I mean? Down the with points deductions and transfer embargoes and that. And the reason we've had to have expensive shirts and expensive season tickets is is the only way to avoid it. The thing I would lo- what I would love is a full. I want him to ch- but Yeah, I think you're right. I want him to change. I want him to basically just sit in Thailand, writing the checks and be the hero when, when things go when things go right. Yeah. and just let the blame go on the CFO and the CEO and the COO. Let's employ a full board of directors and be a chairman of them. Um, I also want a full breakdown of the finances, because so my dad's gone mental ever since he's um, in post retirement. He's just got he's he's got full involved with York City. He goes to AGM meetings and everything. And the reason I bring that up is because they, they basically said, like, we have a cost of, when they travel down south, they do a they do a stopover because they can't guarantee they'll make kickoff if they set off at, I don't know, 9 a.m. for a, for a match day. So you've got to go down south. And once you get that to M- M25, M11, who knows what could happen. So and there's a massive fine and repercussions if you, if you are late for a kickoff. So you have to do a, a stopover. They go down on the Friday night. As all the southern teams go, you know for a the fact, they can get up north if they set off at 9 a.m. Saturday morning. That's just mm. how it is. So it's just little costs. I, I just want a full breakdown of where all the money goes. Because if we and, and as fans, if we see the full transparency of that, it might temper expectations. You go, all right, fuck, right, Hillsborough costs shitloads to run. So this is why we have to pay this amount of money, and this is why you can't spend money on the transfer. Yeah, you know I mean, I just want that. I just want full transparency, really.
0: Um, well, that's that's all he wants, you know. <laughs> Ash rather, rather blair, rather just, blair just blair just wants chancey to talk about what he's doing all day. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> that's a good that's a good comment there, Ash. In it there, uh, the way he said three weeks ago that he couldn't pay a tax bill is he skint or telling fibs? I think. And bear with me on this because uh, I put an unpopular opinion up on Twitter the other day saying that uh, Moses Odebayo didn't didn't do a handshake with Lewis Graben because that got blown out of proportion. I think this got blown out of proportion as well. I don't think three weeks ago he said he couldn't pay a tax bill. I think he said, I think he tried to be funny. I think he tried to do a joke. I think he tried to go hey, we need to pay two million quid. And I think he wanted to do that thing where your dad did what your dad did when you were a kid about gas bills and going, who's going to pay that? I tell you what, why don't you all put 100 quid in and you all pay it? That's what he tried to do. We all remember the um, the the announcement of Chisco Munoz, and he was ranting on about Depon Chance and he goes, and he tried to do this joke where he went, I think he's got mental problems. And then he looked at Munoz, and everybody just kind of went, silently went, yeah. After, it was actually really funny. I mean, where do you sit with it, Smash? Um, I don't know. I can see all
1: sides of it. I'm not a... The problem, The anybody, not just 1867, anybody who, who wants to input some sort of change or anything is going to have to break hundreds, hundreds of years
0: of Yorkshire stubbornness. <laughs> they are and coming from Ash Charlie. That's big, that's big fucking news, that is. I tell you that it, for free. It is because there is one way of changing
1: it, and it is don't pay your season tickets. Mm-hmm. But I think you've said it before, Dan, and a lot of people have said it is that they've had the same man, boy, child, women, girl have them season tickets for God real a lad, and they won't give them up for anything or anyone mm-hmm. until it mm-hmm. comes to a point which we may be quite close to that the prices are just astronomical for people to a, a single person a couple or a family of five to just not be able to have them tickets and this is what this group is, is trying to do I just but for me the great they did a protest last week and he, and Blair's right we're talking about it now other people are talking about it it's been in the star and it's on radio TV everything's everyone's talking about it and that's what they want but then what what's what's the next stage of it? Is it? The, I assume they'll protest on Saturday again and do it again and do it every home game um, because that's how it keeps going. If they don't do that, are they going to do it again in another two months? Or have they got other things? I don't know. Well, I'm I'm not involved or, or anything, but I don't know if they want Mr. Chancira or whoever to listen to them or do. They just want him gone without. Mm-hmm. I don't know without a plan A or a plan B, if he goes, and I think it was brought up when they first did it, about what, what will happen. Because for all of everything he's doing, and he, he, he is not perfect, of course he's not, and the way he's run the club is is not. But at the minute, we are paying the bills, apparently, and we are every Monday morning going into work, the play, people, players are going into work. But what happens when, if they buy somebody or someone else buys it, we've seen it on, on other clubs, haven't we, that owners have been brought in or come in and been worse than the previous lot. So I'm, yeah. I'm always, I'm always scared or think of what if, and I know you can't think like that. And it could be if, if the 1867 uh, and whoever's involved get, um, get the backing they need one and they get what they want. Would, will they protest to the new owner if we don't get promotion or, I don't, I don't so, know. It'll just be a cycle, won't it, for the next owner? That they yeah, yeah. yeah, or are,
2: you are
1: they only here for for to get rid of chancery I mean, how like... much
2: of how much of what they're angry at is is very unique to Chancery as opposed to just say. A bit like what Blair was saying, like, this is kind of how it is. This is kind of how a lot, you I know, think, so many I football think... clubs are owned in this way. And don't get me wrong, I really don't want this to come across like I'm saying he's not that bad or anything like that. But no, he is. He's I I, 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 I do, I disagree with the way many, many, many football clubs run the entire way that money is done within football nowadays mm-hmm. and like the fact that anyone can just come in and buy your bag. Well, this is it. And it's like, and again, and so therefore I definitely defend people's right to go out and protest against it. But the unfortunate thing is, it's like, even if you want this one guy out, is it because he's the, he's the baddest of all the bad and therefore like uh, we can only get someone better. It's like, I don't know. It wouldn't, if there's, I'm not saying he's a reasonable person and why the hell should we have to be reasonable? But to a certain extent, why should we also have to suffer? Why should we have to potentially not renew our season tickets, do this, do that? Like, if if we raise that we have these concerns, we raise those issues, and he changes things, surely that's better. We weren't happy about Cisco. He kicked off, but then suddenly he did get rid of him, and he did bring these other people in. It's like, is is there? I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to lord him for stuff, but he just says a lot of things in of,
0: anger, though, doesn't he?
2: He's already yeah. there. If there's a, if there's any way that we can appeal to something vaguely resembling like a better nature rather than tr- the the potential upheaval, because. Yeah, exactly. It's like if if he if he if he dropped everything now, um, we couldn't pay wages, and and this happened, and we lost management, and players were dropping out. Do do we win? Hooray! Is that good? Like, did did we get what no. we wanted? Maybe not. Yeah, if we stagger we get, through we get this skin season,
0: shaking.
3: Yeah. We, do, we don't we don't win anything because Sheffield six six own um, Sheffield Wednesday, and Sheffield six owned by Siri. So if he decided to pull the plug you can just say to, Sheff, um, to take Sheffield, Sheffield 6 and take Sheffield Wednesday to court, saying you owe me X amount of millions. So
0: Come on. And then it'd be yeah. more than 100 quid. I, yeah, I, 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 tell you, I, I agree with you, Charlie. I, I think you've got it there. Uh, Holly's been on and she says, I think the problem is, we said it before, that you have to be one way or another. And you, you don't. I, I get what she's saying. Uh, folk have stuff going on in their lives that mean their capacity to pr- protest weekly against something that isn't the top of their priorities. Um uh, I love Wednesday, but I'm not sat at home one night thinking, for fuck's sake, chance here, what a twat. It don't consume me all the time. But to other people podcast, it does. I uh, now I, I tell you what it is, I've got to I've got to offer props this evening to is it Jim Wiltshire, the first guy that were that was on Twitter to to stick his head up and go, you know, I'm part of the 1867 group, and off through all of it that was said. And I don't agree with him getting any abuse, but the most interesting thing that it, that he said was very much, um, I'm. I've already decided I'm not going to get a season ticket next year because I'm not going to pay that money while he's in charge. And I and I, and you know what? I went fair play.
3: I mean, what? If you stay play. up and he start saying some good players in in, in the summer. Right. Why make
2: uh, it you know, as well? It's hobby.
3: Yeah, it's, If
2: weekend, everyone don't were going to do it, it's like if every if everyone says, "Right, we're not doing it," and there was some great big mass movement, some great big walkout, like we weren't going to do it. We we're really going to hit my hurts. But Listen, just you denying yourself, if you can afford the season ticket, and you would want to go and see your team, don't don't. It, 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 it's not just a said. I said this. I said this, I said this, I said this so on the telly. It's go, it's I going said this you, on mate. the telly
0: last night. I, it is, right? And it's just what Ash says. It's Yorkshire bloody mindedness and it's football romanticism. That's what it is. That's what's keeping that man in charge. Because what we should all do is what Blackpool did and just stop going. But we're going to sit there and we're going to go, I'm yeah. not bloody moving. I've been here 30 fucking years and I'm not going bloody. But yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. well, 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 then, Jenny. But, you, but then you, you're you telling fans to do what they want to do when we're not here about that, are we? You, fan, you do whatever you want, fans. It's not a... Do what you want. Yeah, that's that's it. You, you've got it. You protest, right. you protest, you protest, you don't pro, But don't have a go at people if they have a different view against... That's like, it.
2: That's exactly it. You, exactly. These you guys do what 18, you
1: do, six, you. That's it. Exactly, Charlie. These guys, 1867, they want to do it. They want to change the club in that way. They do it. I've got nothing against the guys, ladies, guys, whoever's doing it. But then, if I'm sat at home and I'm paying my God knows what in a couple of years' time a thousand pound a year or whatever, but that's my choice because I'm lucky. I probably I can't afford it, but if I could afford it, that's me. But don't. Yeah, you've got two
0: teenagers, Ash. Fucking, <laughs> hell. You can't start spending money on bloody football yeah. tickets. But you yeah. know what I mean. I
1: don't mind if people protest whatever they want to do. Uh, just, just, and we, all, I'm on Twitter most like a lot of people, and the stuff that goes, we're all, the, the, there is no, we're all Wednesday, aren't we anymore, is there? be honest there isn't we've we banned it around and I always tweet it but it's so fractured the fan base at the minute because of mainly one issue one person shall we say
0: mm-hmm and and, it, and it's how much you give a shit about that issue. Exactly, it seems to yeah. be how you're judged online somewhat. And I I, I I completely understand that. Look, fair play to Jim. Stuck his head out. And, and I think he's had a bit of abuse. And he didn't deserve that. You know what I mean? Uh, we, when it comes to the protests, I understood why they've done it. I understand why they're there already. Me, I'm not there yet. But, you know, I, I'll probably work it. I'll probably land on a side if I want to depending on what the uh, early bird prices are and where we've gone and what happens with the football and all the rest of it because at the end of the day I'm there to watch the football and me going to watch fucking Fleetwood Town three weeks on the bounce ain't I up on my list of priorities do do you know what I mean um now let's I I tell you what Ash can you read that out for me because I've just gone blind for a second (laughs)
3: You're
1: muted. Both myself and Jim have openly said we are in the 1867 group and both had an interview with Alex Miller on Saturday. For reference, I have a season ticket. I go with my dad, my son, and the club runs through my veins. However, I'm very tempted to not renew, which would be awful for my son. I fully agree that neither side of the fence should be arguing, more so debating. Thanks for raising the debate.
2: Yeah, that's, it's totally so, fair. It's totally that's far. really
0: reasonable, that Jake. I tell you what, listen, if you don't mind pinging us an email, we've got it on our socials. We'll uh, we'll get you one for a my Wednesday, and I would genuinely love to hear your side of it. I, I really would, and I, and I, let's go let's go down that route, and let's let's have that. I don't even know. if think it'd be a debate. I just want to talk yeah. about your experience with the club. Totally. What about it?
2: We shouldn't be in fighting as well, should we? Like, it's like no. we said, like, you know, it's. I, I, these, I don't think I've ever spoken to a Wednesday fan in the last, like, 12 months that has got anything positive to say about Chancery. Like, even even if they might acknowledge sh- some things that he's, you know, may have done, da, da, da it's like overall, nobody would be sad to see him go I, I, in theory. But I think it's, you know, I, I, it's just, I think it's also about recognizing that we're not all tearing lumps out tear of each other. And that, yeah, whether you think this is the right way to go, whether you think this is the right way to go, we all deserve to enjoy our hobby. We all deserve like to be able to support our team. And that's all I ever ask for is that we don't have to win every game. We don't have to be in any league, best league, worst league, bottom of the league, anywhere. As long as I don't feel that we are getting tanked from something. As long as we don't feel that we are being punished, that we are having the rug pull from under us, that dodgy stuff is going on. Then you know. Aside from that, for me, then it that's just football. Football's ups. Football's downs. And you know, it is. It is what it is. But yeah, absolutely. Like, there's got to be. Twitter's such a, an echo chamber. It's so you know. It is. It's totally polarizing. And I think. More than anything, Wednesday fans just have to acknowledge that we all want the same thing ultimately, which is to just enjoy supporting Wednesday, which you can't do because it's just lifelong misery. So once you have acknowledged that bit, you're fine, aren't you?
3: If you want, if you want success now, like what you've been doing for the past twenty five years, yeah, exactly. Isn't it? <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, been...
2: Right, let's let's put
0: a pin in that one, uh, Jake. If you can get in touch, that would be amazing. Let's, let uh, if you and Jim want to get in touch, and we'll just you know get your point across. I'd I'd really enjoy that. That'd be great. Um, okay, so. Let's move it on. In terms of any other business, we've been linked with uh, the Brighton young chap goalkeeper, Beadle from Brighton. Uh, Might spell spell the end of Vasquez and it might uh, relegate Dawson to the bench. We don't know how true that is. It's just something that's been mooted in the press today. Ash, what game have we got coming up next? Oh, we're at home to Cardiff. Big, big game at home because every every game at home I think is uh, is really important this season. I feel like um, that's where we're going to win our points. Away wins we need to, uh, you know, they're going to be few and far between. Charlie, how do you think we're going to get on against Cardiff?
2: I think if we approach it like we did QPR, you know, I don't like to use must win, but that idea of like this this is winnable, this is this is would be a fantastic three points. I think it'll be great. And I think if we take in what we took into QPR, I think we'll we'll smash it two 0
0: Okay, if you you guys are listening at home, get your uh, get your predictions in as well to Cardiff. Two, two was that 2-0 Charlie,
2: yeah? 2-0, yeah. But um I spoke
3: to my friend um and Hull played Cardiff at home on Saturday and he said they're absolutely h- horrendous. So we've got to win because Christmas period is quite tough this season because we've got two away games back to back after this. We've won one away game. Uh I think we've drawn one one drawn one away, so we're not great. We're not great travellers, um, so we've got to win. Let's say one nil and Cardiff to score again. Of course, he's a uh,
0: Ashmaster, what are you saying? Uh,
1: well, Cardiff. Have, in The last five games, they've won one, lost four. So and they've lost the last two. So they're uh, they're not in the best form, are they? But we've we've we've. Um... We've seen off Q- QPR that have been in a lot better form than than them, Cardiff. And last time out, we lost 1-0 to a a Will Volk's uh, handball, I believe it was, who, who has actually turned the corner now because uh, I think he's been fantastic last yeah, few yeah. games. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I, I thought we deserved something from that game as well, to be fair.
1: But we didn't. We got no but
3: so. we didn't.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair um, enough. Uh, go on, Ash.
1: It, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, we should... I'm gonna go home. I think after the the final whistle on on Saturday, the the the, the backroom staff, the crowd, everyone. Uh, I think they just they loved it, and obviously um, they, they just seem that we've seen all the videos and and everything that it's um, a good togetherness. And the the win obviously saw the celebrations in front of the cop uh, and in front of everyone. Um, I think the team have really got a bond there. So I think at home with the crowd, just for Christmas, which, do we usually get a, a bigger crowd at Christmas? I know we're on about season ticket prices and ticket prices, uh, so I'm not expecting, but we've had north of 24,000 for the last couple of games, a few games, haven't mm-hmm. we? So, I think it'll be
3: all right, I reckon be decent.
1: Do you reckon we'll we'll get a good start? So I'm going to go for a win, uh, I'm going to go for a 2-0 win.
0: Two nil, Ash. That's uh, that's yeah. that's not bad. I mean, John Duncan Derry put three in. Where Beastie put three in? Uh, three one. I've I've gone for three nil myself. I think I, I think they'll not fancy all that journey. And I think our tails will be up. And I think we'll absolutely send them for a bag of chips. We'll get and, another uh, gift
3: from Ash. We'll get another gift.
0: <laughs> and, right, we're going to end on that. That's what's going to happen now, ladies and gents. I don't know if any of you know out there in. Um, in uh, in internet land but i've known ash for a number of years and i need some uh some music over this don't i uh and there used to be times when we were about sixteen to about nineteen we used to go down to the zone in Rotherham and it gets it, it, yeah 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 after, after the after
1: the
0: yeah 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 after the Tivolis you know, just for just for live in the before bed and um and we get there and they used to have these big podiums on the corner of the dance floor in the uh, no in the one Tivoli wants to hear- They do, and 2am had come round. It was home time, and we couldn't get a cab. We we thought we'd try and dip and get a cab, and we couldn't get one. Uh, Do you know why we couldn't get one? Because we got there with another 500 people because Ash was on the top of the podiums, and we couldn't get him out. And I've not seen that dance seen since about 1998 until Stevie was on in charge of the TikTok detail that was happening. uh, That was happening to get the uh, the shorts for the TikTok that we put out. It just gives me life. It's just oh. one of my favourite things. <laughs> no.
1: What can I say? What can I say? It was just the atmosphere was great. It was buzzing, weren't it? Everyone got into it. The stadium announcer, the, the guy who plays the music and stuff. He's got such an easy job when we win, he's it? having the best time <laughs> when we're winning,
0: isn't he? He's loving it. He's he, loving he it. He has
1: he has got it. It's um why not, mate? Come on. It is nearly Christmas. Look at me. I'm an idiot. Uh we got three points. We're six points from safety.
0: Are we gonna uh, see that beer and those glasses and that tie at Hillsborough on Saturday? Oh uh, you off
3: now after so we lose, can
1: you? Yeah, because oh, yeah. I yeah, I will because uh, I, I got I got recognized on Saturday, so so uh, big <laughs> that, up, big that's up to disguise. The, yeah, that's my disguise. Big up to the guy in the toilet or just the queue for the toilets uh that said hey you're,
0: Pash, you're right. I was like <laughs> Why why do we all keep getting recognized in the toilet? I don't all know All right man. then. Listen, thanks a lot for I, joining us. Thanks a lot for you like getting involved. Ash, what do you want to add? Are we mentioning your little Breath, or... Oh yeah. Also, also. Listen. Back in 2016, we, we we set up a tat shop and we've let it just go to ruin. So put some new designs in the tat shop. If you want to have a look at some of the tat that we've got available, uh, Ash has designed all of them. So if you don't like them, it's his fault. Um, if you if you have a look at the QR code now on screen, or if you're listening to his audio, have a look at our um link tree. It's on there yeah. as well. So if you get into get involved it in the with the uh, put the
3: link in the
0: description, eh? I'll put the link I'll in the, the link description, the description yeah. Uh, look, we'll put the link in bio. Uh, also, don't forget to subscribe and all the rest of it, especially come on Twitch because we've got about 10 subscribers because we've only been doing this about two weeks. Uh, but yeah, get involved in the tat shop and uh, we'll see you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport, powered by fans. It's a game! It's absolutely
1: and puts it in the air Aiden Flint works the air it's the hour. it's still with Lee Gregory he's in the box tries to screw it. Is it going to be there Yes! oh my
0: word it's the 90th minute you've got all your mates round you've got your McNugget chair boxers coming down the left wing ready to go your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosch. Automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen. by fans.